This is the Mighty Melanie, and I'm so grateful to see you showing up today again. Love those faces. Ah, wonderful. All right, friend. So I'm the Mighty Melanie, and I'm here to give you a big hug and let you know you got this. So at this point, I just, my head exploded. I traded my voice for my legs. I just went to the bathroom on my own. That's right. When at this moment, they're like, okay, we're ready to take you from the Vancouver hospital to the Vancouver to Victoria one. I was like, okay, great. Wonderful. So they put me from one to the other. And let's be real. These people were so nice and kind and loving, and they treated me so nice. But the thing is that they didn't communicate from one hospital to the other one. I wish they had a better communication because in Vancouver, I just walked for the first time. Now in Vancouver, now I had, my words are all messed up. My husband is still running our three businesses and going to work every day and being a single dumb dad and my mom or dad were looking after and helping or my step or my mother-in-law. I have six parents. I'm so grateful. I have six parents to help my husband to look after me because my goodness, life was a little bit hard right that moment. So they put me into their hospital, but they didn't know that I needed to have a walker. And when I asked one, they said, no, we can't give you one. So I was like, okay, I just went to the bathroom for the first time on my own, so I can do it again. So I just got up and went to the bathroom and they didn't know I wasn't supposed to, but I did it anyways. I fell on the floor a couple of times and they didn't quite know, but that's okay. I'm one of those determined little girls. I do everything on my own. I got this. I'm one of those ladies. So I went to the bathroom and they moved me to another point where, um, they wanted to teach me classes. They need to test me to make sure that I can go home. And after a stroke, they have to test everything because a stroke deletes random things. I believe I got to choose what I was deleted. I wish I could have deleted, it, like, you know, like there's some things that I would love for them deleted, like those embarrassing stories that I never want to replay again. Those can be deleted for some reason they keep coming up. And random things get deleted that you can't do. And so for me, the stroke deleted a lot of my English. So words are all a little wanky. And it's almost like these words are like, they like move around. It's like, it's so hard to great hold on to them. And it does, it deletes random stories. It feels like all the files are on the floor. And as I start, start organizing these files, it wakes up other parts of my life and my stories. So all my stories are there. They're just a little messy. And now I'm getting a little bit older. So is that normal? You delete certain things. I'm not quite sure. Hmm. Yeah, I look forward to your comments and let me know what you want more of this one. So, oh, at this moment, they started taking me 
So they're testing me and testing me and testing me and taking classes and teaching me different things and how do we speak and write and a speech therapist who would just slow things down and teaching my mouth how to say each sound. So the sound of the letters, then the sound of the syllables, and then combining all of those sounds to make words. Wonderful. So it started, of course, I had the level of aphasia. So that means I learned, I lost all my communication. So I couldn't hear communication. I couldn't say. I couldn't hear, read, or write. So all four times I couldn't do any of them. Now I'm a determined little lady and I freaking don't care how I look like. I just want the results. I don't care how silly I look. Freaking, I don't care. And I hope you are the same way. Don't care how you look because everything is inspiring. The fact that you're trying, I celebrate you. You are exceptional. And there's a reason you have this. We don't know why. Who freaking cares why? But we know we need you and we need you this way exactly. And the right answer will show up when you need it. So just keep believing there's a reason for this. We don't know why. That's okay. That shows up later. All right. So in those classes, I, because I'm so positive and happy, (laughs) that's when I think, yeah, they're testing me and finding out, making sure I can do stuff, that I can buy food and I can make food and I can do things and plan and Let me know what what you want to know at this point. It's like, mm, I notice, one of the things that I noticed is that all of these brain surgery people, life rips you into pieces. It takes your identity. It rips everything that you were before and you are a different person. At this moment, I'm a completely different person. Months ago, I was running three business. I was the fixer. I came in as, I want to be calling the fixer, but my friends are like, no, you're the fairy godfather. You're the God, you're the fairy that makes miracles happen. Okay, let's be real. I don't make miracles happen. That's a higher, that's God or you're spiritual. That, they make miracles. I just see the miracles and I celebrate those miracles. I attract them. I definitely attract them and I love them. Yeah, they come every day. But anyways, the girl that was living with me in the room, she wanted to kill herself. She hated this whole thing. She thought she was better to, she thought that she could be better without this and that everyone there is against her and they wrecking her and she was an entrepreneur she's determined woman she was the perfect person beside me and at that point she was fighting kicking and and doing everything to stay there as long as they could and they were so worried about her well we had some conversations and I switch 
her mindset. I made her see things different. And instead, I told her, I didn't tell her what to do. Instead, I told her what I saw. So what I saw is a hospital full of people that want you to be successful. A team of people that love and kind and loving. You have all these tools, all these people that are willing to teach you, just tell them what they want. If they're teaching you what they don't want, well, ask them what you want. And if you just keep asking, they'll give you what you want. And just remember, you usually have to ask seven times to actually get something, which freaking sucks. I wish that people would just give it the first time instead of asking seven times. Ah, there's something in this human thing you need to ask seven times. If you really want it, you keep asking. So use those tools. Use the people at the hospital. I don't like that word use. Love, leverage maybe? You, whatever. Change it to a better word if you have a better word than me. But I'm doing the best I can do here, guys. All right. So I told her what I saw. I see everyone here to help us. So think of them as your business. They're, think of them as your employees. So ask them what they want and they'll give you what you want if you ask them. And at that moment, she started switching. And this mindset changed everything. And at that moment, she started getting better. She started eating, eating. She's standing up strong. Like she just went through hell her life went so sideways and it's so perfect. So I don't know what happened to her and I get her love and I hope her life is great and things out well. But the most important thing is the mindset. And I know, I noticed everyone in the hospital started getting better talking to me and my mindset. And I truly, truly, I kept telling them, I'll make tip, I will take tools. I, I want to help people. And they said, no, no, you can't, you can't. And I truly believe that this recovering isn't set up for an entrepreneur. As an entrepreneur, as an entrepreneur, we think different. We are different. So that's my big mission, my big thing. I want to help people, entrepreneurs who had a stroke and adapting their therapy to be work for us because we need things different. I know how to attract and change and take their amazing therapies to work for an entrepreneur because I truly believe they, they wreck us. We need to do things different. So let me know if you're interested and I'll wait for some comments and then I'm going to make more contents based on what your questions and what you want to know. Um, and I would love to hear what you think. So I send you some love. Do you want me to tell you what I wish I would say? My loves when I was in a hospital, what it was like in the coma, what it's like in the recovering from this voice of having no voice and five words to this point that I'm speaking to you right now, three years later, still getting better every day. So let me know. I'm not going to make another one until I get some comments. Let me know what you want. And I send you some love because 
I'm not going to make this if no one wants it. Even if it's just listen to your coma. All right. So I send you love and uh, thank you.